How y'all doing? It's Cold Forward the Guys. I'm y'all host tonight, Terrence. We got a special guest with us tonight. How you feeling, Ant? What's good, y'all? What's good? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, Monday Night Football was interesting. It really was. It was not <laughs> what I expected. <laughs> the yeah. Rams put boots to ass on the Cardinals. <laughs> Listen, I gonna, was shook. Yeah, we we gonna, we definitely going to dive into all that. How you feeling tonight, Keith? How you feeling? I'm doing good because, you know, just chilling. Fucking school's out. Finished the semester with three A's and a B. So we're just chilling. It's fucking my boring time of the year, really. Like, every time school let out, I just – I'm chilling like, damn, bro, I ain't really got nothing going on. Yes. Shout out to Keith and all the other college students who, you know, on the grind right now getting those good grades. I definitely know how that feels. Man, you know, rocking the a couple four tonight. But to get straight into it, man, we got the first and ten segment, our new segment. So – it's something that I feel like is kind of big because now it's getting, you know, on a bigger and bigger scale now, especially with the type of players that are testing positive and things like that. So how do y'all feel, you know, how will players being out due to COVID affect teams with Super Bowl aspirations? You got teams like the Rams that have OBJ out. Then you have the Browns who have put eight players on COVID. Then you got the Chiefs with Josh Gordon. You know, you got the Vikings with Madison. And then there's several other teams and other notable players that we're not even naming. So, and how you feeling COVID will affect? Because you got to think about it. There still are some big games coming at the stretch here. So how will that affect, you know, leading up to the playoffs? How you think so that'll over, affect that? Overall, I'm not too worried right now because teams have lost people in and out to COVID a lot so far. And the thing that we have seen is if you're vaccinated, that, two tests you get to come back so you might miss a game you might not miss any games depending on that like we saw Mike like the Chargers had like five players out and by the time game time happened they only lost two right because yeah. the, because of the way the protocols are set up to allow vaccinated players to play pretty fast assuming they're asymptomatic I will say with the severity of some of the outbreaks are we going to finally see games have to get flexed moved postponed, et cetera. That is actually what I think might end up being more of the issue. And the NFL yeah. doesn't want to do that. And that's pretty big. Because they started flexing in. This week is the first week we start getting yeah, Saturday Saturdays. Yeah. So, like, it's like, will it fuck with the schedule is really, like, the thing that I think about the most. You know what I think about that, too? At the same time, why you bring that up, though, is that I feel like the NFL at this point is looking at it like, hey, like, they missing players, but at the same time, you could be missing players. But if you're not, that's great for you. But if you are, I mean, you got to deal with it. I feel like it's kind of the conditions. Not necessarily saying it's like an injury, but at this point in life, it's a part of our life. So I feel like maybe it's something they're like, I mean. See, that's the thing, though. That's the real problem is at this point in our life, it's a part of our lives. But people is over this. Oh, they are hundred percent over it. So they're not acting like it's a part of their life no more. <laughs> and that's well, why if we got everybody would do what they got to do, then we probably wouldn't have them more COVID. <laughs> you know, like people outside, <laughs> people out here pouring, taking body shots off people in bars, traveling for the holidays. In and out whoa, 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 whoa. We ain't gonna skip over that shit. Like oh, you know people doing that. that. Come on, you know, man. You know people, people look, doing that. I can tell you for a fact <laughs> that I was ch- sitting with my girl scrolling through my Snapchat stories and like, I don't have my phone, nothing. And she saw 
these niggas sharing a bottle in the <laughs> club, like pouring a bottle into each other's mouth, same bottle. And this is several months it's ago. It's out here. It's out here. You know, there's still those big here. festivals and stuff going on, too. Yo, like, people yeah. going to them raves and even, like, the Astro World. Like, what are you How you have enough people in one place to create a portal to hell during the pandemic? Listen, I don't That was Astro World. Niggas is outside. They are over it. Yeah. I think people, people are, like, outside. I feel like we get on a tangent of this. But just people just outside because they, they were so cooped up. And normal people ain't used to being cooked up. Like people have been to prison, jail, military people. Like you tell them to sit still, they're gonna be like, all right, whatever. They might fidget around wherever they're at, but like they can sit still. But I think it's just people are just over it. You know, if everybody got vaccinated and just was mindful, you know, wear your mask or you gotta wear your mask. If you're outdoors, maybe you can probably not wear it. Be mindful if you go to like a bar setting or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know how you're mindful in a bar setting. Like I don't really know. Just don't do any hookups, I guess. I don't. I don't. <laughs> we yeah, know that's like, not gonna happen. Yeah, we might like, need to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, people are over it. Yo. That ain't happening. But I mean, that's kind of showing. It's showing yeah. with the rate in the NBA and the NFL. People are just getting demolished, and it's not even like they're all Omicron cases or Omicron cases, right? The NFL just confirmed their first Omicron case today. Hey, you want to know something though? Like that we're mentioning this, like, we didn't even, you know, mention guys, like, on yesterday's game, they were mentioning, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Tyler Higby, and they destroyed the Cardinals. And a right so, tackle. Whoo, man. And, and this is crazy. But moving on here, so how alarmed do you think the Cowboys should be with Dak's recent struggles? What what you thinking, Keith? Uh, I think they need to be extra worried. Like, uh, when he got that calf injury and everybody was like, do we sit him, do we play him? It's looking like y'all should have really sat him, to be honest. Um, you got the star power, and they can score pretty much at a, a given, I feel like, because there's so much star power. I think they're going to be losing Tony Pollard for the year, something with his foot. They're still going to be a good team. They're going to win their division. It's just a matter of once the playoffs hit, what that looks like for them. I don't got them going to the Super Bowl. Cowboys fans, you know, they got them winning Super Bowl. Blah, oh, blah, every blah. year. That's every year. Come yeah, <laughs> but I just – I don't know. It's like Dax reached his ceiling in a way of like what he's going to give you at most, what he's going to give you, you know? And then you got the issues with Zeke is can Zeke ever get back to his form or he's really that banged up where he can't Tony Pollard's out now. And you saw how good he looked. And it's just like, you know, they got probably arguably the best. He could probably be defensive player of the year with fucking Michael Parsons. If Diggs keep picking the ball off, they're going to have a yeah. competition. Like it's it's crazy out there in Dallas. I mean, they got a lot to be thankful for. I feel like you know, but yeah, it's not Super Bowl this year. It's, it's I just don't see it. There's too many tough teams at the NFC for you to have to oh, run through. Definitely. What what you thinking, Ant? How you feel about Dak's recent struggles? I'm with you. Dak's struggles have been concerning, but I think you're on the other side of it already. So when Dak injured his calf, he was struggling when he came back, but we also saw Dak not being mobile, not moving around, not running for those extra yards. This week, we saw Dak actually using his legs for the first time in a while and using them relatively often. So I feel like he's like the time to panic was a couple of weeks ago, not when he's kind of turning the corner and getting things going back together. Right. So I think Dallas is actually it's odd to say this, but they're trending in the right direction and kind of getting things back to where they need to be. And their opponents at the end of the season are all going to be quite easy. 
like quite easy. They they have like a bunch of NFC East games. They got to play the Washington football team again. They got to play the Eagles twice. And I think that's it. Yeah. It is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I definitely have to agree with y'all. I mean, it's concerning when you look at that's supposed to be the strength of their team. And that obviously, you know, is one of the players off at the beginning of the season, not had a best comeback player of the year, but as of late, you know, after the injury and everything, definitely has been struggling, you know, throwing interceptions. He wasn't using his legs. And then, you know, against Washington, still didn't necessarily have a good game, overthrows, interceptions. Um, I mean, it's concerning when you look at like, hey, our offense is supposed to be, you know, winning us these games primarily. And then we got guys on defense that can step up and make plays. So, I mean, I, I think they should be concerned with it for sure. Um, and they got to try to find a way to, you know, maybe alleviate some of the pressure off of that. I mean, I know, you know, Zeke ain't been the same. Not it's, sure who, who the other running back is, but I mean, somebody got to do, do something. It's weird, Terrence, like you saying, like with the running back thing. We're not even counting that their offensive line is getting older. Like the left tackle, Tyrone Smith, is old. Uh, I forget the guard. You're like, then you're going to have to retool the offensive line. You got Zeke's contract next year. I don't even know what you do with Amari Cooper. Do we? I, I don't one. I don't, <laughs> do we? Do we have Zeke's contract next year? I, the way Tony Pollard played? <laughs> Yeah, like so. Yeah, they're gonna I cut. Don't think they got shit. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> we 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 got O line money. That's what we got. <laughs> they said we. They but they really. You gotta think they really don't because you look at it. I don't know how much money I have the salary cap thing. I think I sent in the chat to y'all. But I mean, look at it. even if they cut Zeke, they probably do a saving. But they pay Amari Cooper ridiculous amount of money. Dak yeah. is getting cashed out. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy you got his money, but I damn sure wouldn't have paid him that much. He got paid. Overly paid. They got to I mean, pay um, Gallup, who's probably also going to have to leave in free agency. Then in yeah, a I year or two, they got paid. CD. I think Gallup's leaving. Uh, Javon Diggs. They're going to have to pay him. They're going to have to pay CD Lamb. I mean. But they got they got some years on CD, right? They I got, mean, maybe like another two if they pick up the fifth year or something. I mean, I mean why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, like they got a little bit of time. But same thing with Trevon Diggs. You know, he's still young. Um, so, I mean, but they, that's what I'm saying. They got – those are still coming up, though, in the future. And it's like, hey, like, how are we finna spend this money? Bro, going to the next year's projected cap table, they're negative 12 million cap. They're 30th out of 32 teams. <laughs> okay, insane. bro. What the hell you think they about to do, bro? Yeah, they Zeke not I guess Zeke. <laughs> yeah. Zeke. That's you what gonna, they about to do. You're going to cut Zeke and save what? Okay, say you save five mil. All right, cool. What? Yeah. Zeke make buku bucks. Yeah, yeah, but when you cut him, you ain't going to save a, a ridiculous amount of money. You, It's going to be five it to depends what, maybe on 12. when you cut him, actually. Yeah. It depends on – or trade. But they're going to have to cut him because of his cap hit. Yeah. Uh, sure. But, I, like, I don't know if they cut him or not. Like, they might rework him if, they, if he wants to stay longer. Ooh, nah, bro. Uh, he got paid. What you looking at? <laughs> I'm looking at his. I'm looking. Zeke is on contract through 2026. Bro, exactly. he got paid, bro. He got paid. That's yeah, it. bro. And Zeke's money actually don't start hitting until next year. So like, you're, oh, they they rele- if they release him, they're 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 paying him to release him too. They ain't saving as much yeah. as you normally would because yeah, normally no, they, they can't release him. I don't like uh, like his his base salary is 12 million next year. 
which is coincidentally what you say they are over the cap, but like <laughs> mm. <laughs> maybe they get off, maybe they can get them off the books. They might be able to get a trade for them. I mean, I, there got to be some team. You're not even, but then you're not even money. accounting for like Amari's contract. Like, do you think Amari deserves that money? Like, I think he's consistent, but I'm not paying Amari Cooper that much money, bro. If you think Amari deserves that money, then you have to think uh, Dak deserves that money. I was, I actually was gonna say Allen Robinson. Oh, definitely, he deserves. Like, if you think if you think Amari Cooper deserves the contract he has, then I think Allen Robinson needs to get paid. Yeah, Allen Robinson, he he need to be at the door like, hey, I give me all the cash. Yeah, if if you ask me to pick, I'm taking Allen Robinson. I think maybe. Route running I, is is probably in Amari's favor compared to Allen, but I think Allen is better, way better at catching the ball. He's also more consistent when he's yeah. bought in. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. not the case now. But <laughs> would you hey, be bought boy. in? Would you I be would not. In? Oh, okay. I would not. Like, <laughs> okay. look, when OBJ was like, "You got to trade me because I'm at the end of my guaranteed money," I was like, uh, "Facts, facts." Yeah. Which also is Amari Cooper's situation. Amari Cooper is also at the end of his guaranteed money. Next season, he has no guarantees on his Who contract. Who still Maybe they feel like they can get, get off of I mean, him. He still I mean, makes they got 20 receivers. mil a year. He they still makes receivers. 20 mil a year in base contract, but like he has no guarantees left. All of his guarantees were in last year and this year. Okay. But I mean, you know, Dak going to get him the ball, so he can definitely reach those incentives for sure. And, that, and that's the thing too, but Moving on here. So do y'all think it's time for Urban Myers to be out in Jacksonville? <laughs> we we can answer this real short and sweet. Yes, fire that man, bro. You, uh, you, if you want to see Trevor Lawrence end up like Andrew Luck, keep him. If you want to see Trevor Lawrence be something, let his ass go. Because ain't no way you just had James Robinson, who was an undrafted free agent last year, annihilate the league. And then this year, you just don't play him. You just don't give him the ball. And it would make all the sense in the world to have him running because you have a rookie quarterback. Yo, just can like, I talk no. to you about this? What's like, up? He, he never believed in James Robinson. He always no. thought that James he Robinson Travis was like e- a... ETN. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. He always thought James Robinson was a no-talent dude who somehow was able to produce on a team that was bad with nobody else that was good on it, and he would not be able to repeat. Because James Robinson went to Illinois State right it is not even really d1 it's technically d1 in basketball but not football that's like <laughs> that's where he went like but like no i'm serious that's yeah. where he went so urban meyer who came from college who thinks he understands the value of all these college players never valued him he never had a chance with urban meyer as his coach and Definitely. that travis Etienne pick that you're talking about is exactly why ain't no way in fucking hell you spend it was a first round pick. Yes, it was a first Travis round pick. ETN. Yes, yes. Not doing. That was ins- that was insane. And like y'all say, like the the little to no development of Trevor Lawrence, and then we gonna throw on top of these all these off the field issues that have been you know Bro. amounting to this point. You know, you got Marvin Jones mad who played for the Lions and didn't ever say anything, getting into whatever matter. Okay, like but you come heard on, what he bro. did. You heard what he did. Marvin Jones seemed to feel like you, you wilding. What you just did is so disrespectful. Like I'm leaving because I can't fucks with you. Like they had to call him back. The niggas at Urban Meyer ran into the ground 
in front of all the all, all the players had to tell Marvin Jones to come back and that it was okay that Urban Meyer embarrassed a grown-ass man in front of a bunch of other grown-ass men in a way that nobody should be able to talk to you without getting the hands. Like, that's why Marvin Jones left. He was like, <laughs> I can deal with losing. I can deal with being trash. We don't ever really win games where I came from. But what I can <laughs> deal with is you. Just like, like, no, for real. He was just like, you now, are that I'm not gonna cap to you, human being. I'm not going to cap to you. I don't know what was said, but throughout my oh, time he, in coaching, I've seen coaches fight. I've seen coaches, you know, get into arguments. I've seen the head man might as well say disrespect, you know, the assistants and stuff. So but for me, think, like, I'm like, it, it's different though. I feel like once you get to like, I feel like in college, you know, maybe they're still slightly younger than you, you know, but everybody in the league, bro, that's like, it's you're grown. Like imagine you at, you you know, you work at the bank and somebody like one of your coworkers disrespect you or like a, a subordinate, you know, like it's going to rub you differently than it would it, like, people talking right, to you, know? you the way your coaches used to talk to you now yeah no. that's what i say imagine having your boys and your coaches talk to you talking to you now the way they used to talk to you bro i ain't gonna lie to y'all my, my college coach used to son everybody under him <laughs> literally <laughs> my coach say listen you ain't gonna piss further than him <laughs> bro i remember i think i've only I mean, it's normal that you're going to get into it with your coaches because, like, I done got into it with a couple of my coaches. Not, like, altercations, but being ready to, like, get into it with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, the difference is, like, that's at a, a high school, you know, college level compared to NFL level where, like, y'all grow, man. Grown. Yeah, yeah we know what we're trying to do. Like, you know, we're trying to work so everybody get better. Like, it's not – I don't know. He just – he not fit to be the coach we're, of Jacksonville. So – what apparently he did was he had all the coaches in there with the players and shit. And he walked around the room and pointed at them as like, have you ever won a championship? They said, no. And he goes, okay, explain to people why you're ass at what you do and why you never won. And then when that person got done, he went to the next one. Aye. And then the next one. <laughs> and then the next one. Oh, I wouldn't ask. I would just got up. And exactly. Minka, minka. That's why, like, that's what I'm saying. Marvin Jones can handle losing, being a laughing stock, being terrible, but he was just like, yo, this is wild. Bro. It has nothing to do with the play on the field, and that's why he has to leave. Like, the, the, you yeah. and he ain't never won at the NFL level. So if I was one of those players, I would have stepped on it quick and been like, hold on, are we in college or are we in the NFL? So which one is it? Listen, I would have stood up and said, hey. what's our record? Are hey, you our head coach? Yes anywhere? or no? Listen, are you our head coach? Yes or no? What's our record? <laughs> That's the only thing that needs to be said. Listen, you are head coach, right? Are we winning games? Look, I would have, I would have, <laughs> I, I couldn't. I know I would have fought somebody because I've I've almost fought a coach. <laughs> oh, I've been there, but you gotta think this dysfunction, bro, is not good for your development of the franchise quarterback you just Definitely took. Not. We done seen people, you see, you seen it with luck. The Colts couldn't protect him. Man, say, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm not worried about that. It you, was did you remember always going to be ass for Trevor Lawrence, no matter who the coach was? He that's went true, to too. Jaguars. No, no, that's that's I'm not true. worried about that. Like, he was almost always going to be ass, right? Just like Justin Fields was almost always going to be running for his life in a terrible situation. Just like everybody, not Mac Jones. But that's just that. Into. But they were going to still be able to develop. You, you, you seen Justin Fields early on, even like you know he did just come back from the injury. But you saw him getting per, like 
progressing. progressing. You, yeah, saw progressing. you saw yeah. Mac even in that system, he was looking sharper, like, okay, like he's he's getting the ball out even quicker. He's he knows where he's going right away. And we, he could do all that, but he was just doing it more. And it was just the rhythm of which he was doing it. So yes, I think it's but Trevor Lawrence's situation is way worse. Like, yeah. Matt, like Justin Fields was on a playoff team. The Bears, the Bears were in the playoffs last year. Justin Fields went to a playoff team. Like, I, like we trash. I can't front, but we were in the playoffs last year. The Jazz got the number one pick in the draft. Like, yeah, it's it, there's <laughs> levels to this shit. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. What it is about Urban Meyer is that like he can't build a culture. I don't care what's going on on the field. Like Dan Campbell, them they they can't win for nothing. Bro, Every he got them. Th- them the players world. is bought bought into Dan Campbell. Exactly. Bro. I, I don't exactly. care what you say, bro. Them players play hard for Dan Campbell. You and tell I know a man out there crying in, in his interviews and stuff because he know they putting everything on the line. They just and they barely them. really see they them become a better football team sometimes. Yes, yeah. Have they really become a better football team? They're competitive. Like they've been, they, but yeah. they've been competitive all season long. Are the yeah. Lions really better now than they were in like week one? I think so. Think about it. I don't think so. I don't think so. They've been competitive and losing all season long. But I, think I don't think they, it looked the, different, but their culture and the way they respond to losing is different. And the way that they see is different. And that's but really I think, what it is for me. I think that was on the field. The other issue, too, is Jared Goff. I don't think Jared Goff's bad, but he can't be the quarterback for them because he needs so much to be right. And they're not at the point exactly. where everything is right for him. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't think Jared Goff is bad. I think the Rams, you know, Grant, they they wanted Stafford, but I think they could have kept Jared Goff and brought in the pieces they brought in and say, you know, Cam, and Cam Akers and those dudes stay healthy. I'm not saying he would put up the numbers that Matthew Stafford has, but I still think you get those wins, you know, and the other, the big difference, like we always talk about, is just their running game. You know what I'm saying? The, the Rams aren't running the ball how they did when they went to the Super Bowl. So at the end of the day, I don't care how electric Matthew Stafford looks. He looks great. I don't care that Cooper Cup is the best receiver in football right now, arguably. And then Odell yeah. looks like he's back at it. <laughs> and Aaron, Aaron Donald is playing good. All that shit's not making no difference because when it gets to the time where they got to run the ball against that Bucks D or they got to go against that Packers defense or say the Cardinals last night have J.J. Watt, he's actually healthy and maybe he makes a difference on the field for them. And you're not getting all that time to throw the ball. Like, then it's like, okay, like, what do we do, you know? So the... So to continue on this <laughs> tyrant keys is on right now about this Monday night football game that we all watched yesterday. So do y'all feel like the prime time is too big for the Cardinals who have pretty much surprised us all this season? I mean, statistically they played better on the road this year than they played at home. And it's, you know, ideally, you know, going into the playoffs, you would like to have home field advantage, but in this case, they statistically played better on the road got more turnovers at home and their record is worse at home as well so what, what do you think and what, what do you think about that you know i don't think the moment's gonna be too big for them that game on monday night it's weird but cliff kingsbury if he calls that game without pressing it might I be better yeah Hold it on might there. be better if he just kicks the field goals right Definitely should have. if he should've. kicks the field goals they actually have six more points in that last drive where they get that final field goal. And you want to know the thing, that, though, They Yeah. So they go as Kyler goes, and he won't play good. And I think that's why he was being so aggressive. Which, but no, that's that. But that's why you kicked the field goal. I think so, too. But I, I think, think he's, he's pressing, saying 
we're not playing good. Yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about the moment being too big. They got down fast because the Rams came out really, really strong. They did. And it put them on their heels all game. And that, that was my big moment. Like, I'm not super worried about them. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not super worried. I just feel like they pressed. I think, okay. I think they're like that Ravens team in 2019, that they're putting people away early. And if they can't put you away early, then you're, it's going to be interesting because then you might be able to stay in the game with them. And then it's like if you play a team like you play the Rams, who if you give them chances, like you saw Matthew Stafford, he's like, oh, I'm going to take the chance you give me every time. So then it's like, oh, well. And I'm not saying the Cardinals can't play from behind or nothing. I'm just saying they're meant like that 2019 with the Ravens that should have went to the Super Bowl, they're meant to like get out and just start, just roll from the go. And yeah. you got Kyler coming back from injury. Hop, Nuke didn't look good. You know what I'm saying? Different things like that. And you can see on those, they got to, I think it was like the five-yard line. Nuke was in single man coverage, and you know, like Kyler, a little badass. He walked over to him and told him, "Hey, I'm gonna throw you the ball." He 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 said, "Wait!" He looked, bro. He you can see his head. He looked, "Whoa, I'll throw you the ball, right?" And they Pretty couldn't much. get it. Go- they couldn't get it going. One was a bad throw. Another one, he just missed him, and he just didn't put it over him. So nah, it was. I think he got tipped, and then yeah, he dropped it, the it, touchdown it, pass. To yeah, he did drop one. Tied the game. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like I I think the time was off because they, they haven't played a little bit. But like uh, Ant said, it's not something to sweat. But it, the only thing that I would pay attention to is just if they can't get out the hot starts that they're used to. That's the part of it I would pay attention to. But is it a problem to be like, oh, they're screwed? No. They they do look like they need a corner, though. I ain't going to lie. They This offseason, free agency, they might want to go shopping for a corner if they can get one of those. Yeah, I have to agree with both of y'all for sure. I'm not too pressed or too worried about it. But the thing with the Cardinals is – the running game isn't really that good. And then you got, you know, their team goes as Kyler goes. If Kyler doesn't play well, just like last night, as a team, honestly, they don't look that good. And then you got the Rams, who obviously have seen him, you know, every year, multiple times a year since he's been in the league. But if you try to keep him in the pocket, just like, let's say, Von Miller does, presses the edge, and as he goes to try to break the pocket. You're just mirroring him at this point and not necessarily rushing up the field and give him a lane to just take, take off down the field. And then, yeah. Hey, keep him in the pocket. He goes to pass the ball, you know, get your hands up, get some tips, get some interceptions like they did last night. I mean, they were missing the formula. They were missing Chase Edmonds too, though. James Conner been balling though. My man out here got the most one hand catches in the NFL. But they, they use James much how like, Mark Ingram used to get used for the Ravens, how Lenny gets used for the Bucks. But like I think James Conner's proven his work though. Like he's 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 proven that he's more than just a one-trick powerhouse running back. He's making people miss an open field, everything. Can I yeah, say I something about he, that? I think ahead, it's uh I think it's just the evolution of players realizing like they gotta evolve their game. I think uh I, I I'm pretty sure you can find someone older like from back in the day that did it too. But like remember Mark Ingram, he was like a he was a third down back. But it wasn't so much that if he could catch the ball all the time, then in Baltimore, he's catching the ball, no problem. He's bruising people. You got yep. Lenny. Lenny was just a bruiser. Like, the Jags ran him in the dirt. Randy rejuvenates his career with the Bucks. People are like, oh, well, can Lenny catch the ball, really? So now you don't even see them using Javarni Bernard because Lenny's catching the ball. So it's like, That's okay, well, <laughs> we can use Lenny. And then Rojo's just chilling on the bench, which is crazy because – you got Lenny. That's insane. Lenny's That's getting, insane. But Lenny's getting eight receptions with 50-plus yards. 
Then he's putting 100 on the ground. So it's like, well, damn, well, like, why would we throw off his rhythm? They're essentially doing what Jacksonville did to Lenny, but just in a more like a lesser way. Like he's not getting yeah. beat up. But I, I think it's nice to see players do that. And you see it with James Conner, even though I still think like it's better for them having him and Chase Edmonds. Oh, like, definitely, definitely. It's not, it's so, not, too. it's not a load where you can just hand it off to James and be like, hey, if that's the, if that was the case, trust me, somebody would have snagged him if it was one of those cases. Like, no, yeah. remember he his last year was in Pittsburgh. He actually put up okay numbers. But that Pittsburgh offensive line was so terrible. Boy, he got trash. a lot of flack. He got a lot of flack. His stock dropped because they were like, he's really ineffective as a rusher. He can catch, right? Because honestly, he was just getting dump offs from Mason Rudolph oh, all day yeah. long <laughs> because they had no offensive line. So he had no blocking. And I think this is actually a come up year for him because after getting all that shit in Pittsburgh, and they were like, that's why we let go of you and got Najee Harris, who, by the way, fantastic, love Najee. But now he's over here in Arizona with 15-plus touchdowns looking insane because, surprisingly, surprisingly, you got to have fucking blocking to be effective as a running back. Yeah, and I mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he has definitely increased his stock, and I mean, he's playing well. I mean, catching the ball great. I mean, he's running the ball effectively for this Arizona team whose rushing attack isn't that good, honestly. Fun fact, Barry Sanders only running back running behind no offensive line. I'm going to say that here and now. <laughs> Colin, James Hunter, damn sure ain't that quick. And, hey, he is not running one side of the field. Uh, well, can't go here. Yeah, he, he ain't doing all of that. But, you know, he, you know, he doing his thing a little he bit. He's playing so. good, though. I ain't going to hold him. Yeah, he definitely. is playing good. So we got some, some allegations against Dan Snyder. So the thing here is, so Snyder and, and, and the legal team tried to disrupt the NFL's sexual harassment probe, allegedly. So and we're going to throw big words out there in parentheses, allegedly. So how do you feel about that? Yo, not, not surprising. Everybody should have known this was happening because everybody knows that he did it. And that's why Gruden sued the NFL because he was like, wait, wait, wait. Y'all caught me up on my emails connected to his probe, mm-hmm. but y'all ain't find nothing on this nigga? Mm-hmm. Really? Really? Like, look, okay. John Gruden should have been fired, whatever, whatever, but his lawsuit, if that's what he wants to focus on, is quite fair. It's like, y'all probe like 90,000 emails connected to this guy who, by the way, the pictures that you all he probably got receipts. emails. Like the pictures that y'all found in my emails were of the Washington football team cheerleaders that his organization flew out, took their passports, used them for like basically as prostitutes for high profile like investors. Like, Mm -hmm. bro, he did that shit. Of course, he tried to obstruct the investigation. He guilty, (laughs) bro. Come on. He like he he working. He working. (laughs) He trying to his team he, of course he did it i just yeah. I, don't, I don't even know how this man is even still like i get how he's still owner because it's hard to just take the team from him nah he like, must be like this yeah. with Goodell, other than Ron yeah, Kraft. That, him and there, has, must be like- <laughs> there has to be a way for them to be like you know what you like i just honestly i would low-key relocate that whole team give them a new owner because they, their whole i didn't like how i don't like how they handle shit but when they did Sean uh, Taylor situation, how they did it, because they yeah. been could have retired this man's yeah, jersey. Yeah, that was messed up, bro. That and they, up that sure. was the most hoish shit I've ever seen a team, an organization do. And, like, after that, I was over it. So I I care less what happens with the football team. 
I think you definitely need to get it's so bad China. they don't even got a name yet. That's how bad it is. Just go ahead and get them up out of here. So I yeah, <laughs> I, bro, reload. I'm trying to think. Relocate the team to fucking anywhere, anywhere. Like, so the issue with this is, I actually was in a meeting with like the new like head of diversity for the NFL, and the way that they are chartered, all these teams are really independent contractors, like independent entities. It's it's much different than the NBA, right? So it is actually very, very hard to get them to make teams comply with certain demands and actions, et cetera. And owners like to protect owners. Oh, you know because it. Because <laughs> you know, like, let's not set the precedent for going through dirty laundry and then it comes around and gets me because, you know, I'm just like him because he's just like me because we're all kind of the scratch same your guy. back, you scratch mine. That's all it is. Yeah. Like it's 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 like they're gonna have to get get him with lock box key every everything they can. Yeah, I'm sure it goes full circle for, for for sure, for sure. I mean it, it's it's a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes that we have no clue that's going on, but we might have a idea like I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that hey, if this person was doing this in this organization, like, oh, that ain't no surprise. Like, you know, I might have thought highly of them or more of them, but end of the day, I ain't surprised. So I mean, moving on here, we we got AB's future up in the air. So Bruce Arians has yet to make a final decision um, about his status. He even stated that it could go either way, quote unquote. So how you feeling about AB's future, Keith? You think he ended up getting the boot or you think they're like, listen, I don't care what you did, my boy. Come on back. <laughs> I think uh, I think this is on Bruce. I don't think it's on Tom anymore. I think, like, originally it was Tom getting him there and, like, no, he's here. And yeah. then now I think it's, like, you know, that the, this is the hiccup where it's, like, you know, Bruce said if he had that hiccup, he like, nobody would pretty much save him. Like, it was, it, I'm pick, I'm deciding if you, you're going to be here or you're not. And I just feel like you look at it now, I think they're supposed to get Scotty Miller back pretty soon at some point. So mm-hmm. if you get Scotty Miller back, you got the young dudes, maybe you don't bring A.B. back. But I then again – you see how Brady is when he doesn't have Gronk or AB. So I feel like that's a big risk in a way you're willing to take, but I get it. Cause like Bruce Arians is pretty by the, you got to set the standard yeah. with what he says. And then what AB did legally is, it's fucking wrong. Like federally is, <laughs> is it, boy, I, I don't even, I don't think he's going to get charged like a normal person would, you know, cause of money, but I just, that's pretty crazy. Um, he got suspended what three games. So yeah. And he's going to be rusty, you think, you got to think, coming back from the injury and that and going into the playoffs. So, like, it's insane. This just ain't been booming, bro. Yeah, but the same it's, – it's been the same story with A.B. and not in a good way for the past couple of years. So, I feel like Bruce Arians, in a sense, is also looking at, like, the whole picture. Like, hey, like, you know, it ain't like, oh, this is a one-time, you know, mistake, one-time thing. This is like – Nah, my boy, you've been messing up for years at this point. Got to us, and you know, I, I didn't give you a couple of these already, my boy. No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I'm if I'm Bruce, I'm letting them go. I just I, I don't think they will though. Yeah, no, I don't think they will because they, they need them. They need them. Be bro. who you can afford to be. And unfortunately, Antonio Brown is so fucking talented that he can kind of afford to be this guy. Yeah, it's, it's true. He he, it, it, it's strange as it is because you look, you look back in his pit days. I meant to bring this up to you guys. Like, he was able to be that dysfunctional, right? 
Mm-hmm. I think Mike Tomlin is a great coach, right? He's top five in the league right now. But then you look at it, Mike Tomlin let A.B. get away with that. So did that set the culture for how those other receivers act? People bring up Juju making TikToks. I don't give a fuck about Juju making TikToks. You know why? Because Juju plays hard. I don't – people get caught up in him making TikToks before the game. You know what? Funny. He he plays hard. Chase Claypool, on the other hand, I don't know what the hell this man doing, bro. But did that disrupt the culture because you let A.B. run wild? Could have. No, because a lot of those guys predate A.B., not Juju. But it trickles like, down, though. I feel like it, it trickles tri- down. It, it, then it you stigma got, lingers. Yeah, Juju that was there with him. Like, hey, yeah, A.B.'s not here anymore, but pretty much Juju now becomes A.B. Juju ain't doing the same shit as A.B., but he, he still got antics, you know. Yeah, and yeah, maybe that's what I'm a saying. Younger, a younger player is like, oh, well, I can do that, but they're not producing. Like, it's not a big deal. I, I'm saying right now. Juju making TikToks ain't no fucking big deal. Like, Juju shit was distracting eventually. It's a big deal when you making TikToks and getting your ass whooped. That's when it's a and, big deal. And <laughs> when you, like, doing it on the other team's logo and the other team is now using it as bulletin board material. Like, when it became a distraction, it became problematic. Like, I, like when he was doing them on the logo, because that was kind of his thing pregame, right? And the team started using that as bulletin board material. You know how people are sensitive about the logo. Right on the middle yeah. of like the like the Raiders just doing that and then getting they shit all the way pushed in. Boy, <laughs> right? Like Boy. You know people sensitive <laughs> about the logo. Like the Ravens and the Titans were going back and forth with their little shit. Like, two, yeah. like was it two years ago or last year? It's been the last two years, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. So like you, so you know what I mean? Like, you know, people were sensitive about the logo. Like the making TikToks in and of itself is not problematic, but it becomes where you can take it too far to the point where it becomes a negative and it doesn't gain the team anything. All right, well, I agree with that. Terrence, if you, if you, Bruce, you bring an AV back or you cut them, what you doing? At at some point, you got to set the standard. So at this point, I feel like you got to cut them because you got guys who are, you know, I'm not saying they're AB, but you got guys that are talented, like Scotty Miller. Tyler Johnson can catch the damn ball. You got him. You got uh, and, I mean and got a val- and got a valid point. That talent that A B has is generational and ain't nobody. He he the best receiver with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on that team. That's the thing. Bucks fans need to realize that. Granted, yeah. Chris Godwin gets spoon fed the ball, and I think he's having a great year. But A B is uber talented and better than them. And he's what three inches shorter than both of them. It's and, crazy. It's insane. I mean like I don't a- think he gets released, cut, whatever, but his chemistry I mean, with Tom is dumb too. Yeah. And yeah, that's the other thing. You you see, Tom, you drop the ball a couple times with Tom. All right, I'm not fucking with you, bro. Keep you do that dumb shit over there. He gonna he gonna throw it to Gronk and he's gonna throw it to A B. And I don't blame him. Like it's smart plan. Like, oh, you gonna keep dropping because Chris Godwin and Mike Evans will do that. Like, yeah, they and will. It's, and it's so time, weird man. to me because people consider them like the best duo. But they drop the ball. They produce, but they drop the ball. It's like, bro, like, what if you would have caught that? Like, it's just, it's Big weird for sure. Because you look at it, I don't. You don't see Adam Thielen and Je- Just Jefferson drop the ball. I don't see I Devontae Adams by himself getting spoon fed dropping the ball. Nuke ne- never really drops the ball. Honestly, yeah, he he just so, got, he got to be and, serious, right? But that's and that's the thing. Like they be getting put in those categories, so then you start putting them against those dudes. Yeah, their numbers together are probably better than some of those dudes. But then you look at, like, okay, well, those dudes aren't missing their opportunities. And, like, they might not have someone on the other side of them that can draw people like, you know, 
Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, it's hard to double him because, well, all right, well, we double him. Do we trust our safety? You're going to give or, up something. <laughs> yeah, do we trust our safety with Gronk? Every, every team don't got a Derwin James. Every team can't be like, Derwin James, get our tight end. You know what I mean? That's, That's not, not happening. I mean, they're, they're in a curious situation. I mean, they, they definitely got to – I mean, I think Bruce Aarons is going to take his time. I don't think it's going to be something that's going to happen overnight. Ultimately, he might just give him some kind of team punishment, honestly. Like, oh, as a team, we're going to suspend you another game or something. They, well, he suspended, what, three? Point. He he just missed one game, right? Yeah. He missed his first game? I so, thought that was the second. Okay, if that's the second, right? It might have been. He'll get in there, hopefully. And the good thing is, I mean, the thing they need to be looking forward to is that if they can get him reps before the – the the uh, postseason. Bruce just might find him like, hey, listen, you got to pay this much in the fine or something, bro. We got to make it seem like we did something as an I mean, organization. Not <laughs> even that he did get the fine. If Bruce keeps him, honestly, he ain't coming back next year. This is his last year being a buck. Yeah, it's like you ain't really worried about the culture of the organization and him not getting punished because the culture now runs through Tom Brady, and we know what it is. Right. And we know what he's going to demand to people on the field. Like that's like the like that was like the greatest part about Belichick. Right. Is that he had a guy next to him that could set the culture in the room always for him over that like 20 year span. So, like, I think it's just more of A.B. hasn't got paid in a while because he's been suspended those three games. He was already on IR for two of them two of the three like they might suspend him take a little bit more money but like that's what they i'm want saying him yeah. on the they want him on like they they don't they they want him on the field as soon as he can get on there because they want him to get those reps they want him to get back into the system they want him to get back to game speed because he was dealing with like a high ankle sprain or something For like that while, something yeah. in the, in something boy, in the ankle is, boy ankles looking like a doorknob bro <laughs> yeah, oh my so like, god you gotta let you gotta let a guy dealing with that kind of get back into his thing. He ain't gonna be as like he ain't gonna push off as hard at first, you know, cut as tight because like he's gonna be favoring the leg. You need to get him like comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I have like, to agree. He caught, a, sure. he caught a he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl last year. Boy, he was feasting. Yeah, I'm like they know <laughs> they want him there because if. That's their that's their best strength right now is if somebody goes down in a skill position, there are bodies and bodies and bodies behind them, right? They lose Mike Evans. They still got they still got one of the best duos in football. They lose AB. They still got it. Not to mention Gronk, right? Yeah. They lose Fournette. Rojo now comes in. Giovanni Bernard now comes in. Like they are stacked on purpose. They are definitely. They they don't want to lose that. That depth is everything because we saw what happened in Kansas City on the other side. Yeah, that's true. Big facts. So we all went on a little tangent about AB here and what we think. Y'all definitely let us know what y'all think as well. So now we're gonna move on to the halftime segment here. We got Keith's gonna give us a rundown of this top ten and let us know who yeah. who was on fire this week past weekend. So, yeah, we got the top 10. Same thing as we always do. Six through 10, ain't no stats, just names. One through five, I'm dropping stats. Um, it's a real interesting week of football. If you guys got something different than my top 10, get at us over on Twitter. Uh, quote the tweet, drop your top 10. Let me know. People be jumping all over the top 10s every time they see them. Oh, I don't agree with this. I don't, hey, but hey, they make one. You, you tell somebody they make one, they just don't make it. But I got playoff Lenny at 10. He's, he's having a year. He's looking good. It's crazy. I got nine, Rasul Douglas. This man has been getting picks and touchdowns, pick sixes. It's ridiculous. 
He's having a year. I got Tyler Lockett. There was a Tyler Lockett sighting. Big Boy, shout out to uh, <laughs> Chris over on Ball Hawks. I know he was happy about that. Uh, I got Aaron Donald at seven. Cooper Cup at six. Five. I got Mika, Pars- uh, Mika Parsons. Three tackles, two sacks, forced fumble. It was a strip sack. It was forceful. I think it's uh fumble. No, that was my Man, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I was watching the game. He got a sack. I was watching Red Zone. He got a sack. And then it came back. And I'm like, they just showed this. I'm like, oh, this is another one. I'm like, yeah, dang. Is they even blocking this man? How they <laughs> use him is insane. I'm not going to lie. And then uh, four, we got Miles Garrett. He had three tackles, a sack, a forced fumble, strip sack, touchdown, picked it up, scooped it. Insane. Cleveland got real lucky having this man. He's a difference maker because that defensive line don't be helping him. But I don't know what Javion Clowney got going on, but if I got to play with Miles Garrett, I'd be having a, a time of my life. Like, okay, boy, I'd be too too happy. <laughs> yeah, uh, three. I got Mr. Dalvin Cooks. We know he had them legal issues looming. Whatever. We don't know what's going on with that. Twenty-seven touches, two hundred and five yards, two tubs. This man is when I say. The only person in the league at running back that's better than him is Derrick Henry. I literally mean the only running back better than him is Derrick yeah, Henry. almost had 200 in the first half, and then you got Kirk Cousins out here about to get a game with your stupid ass little boy. Yes. Nah, <laughs> bro, that shit ain't – no, y'all y'all leave Kirk alone. Leave Kirk alone. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave. Leave him alone, especially because you had him in your top ten last week. I said I didn't get on him. Like three. I, Man, I had so three. Kirk, three was hot. Three was so hot. Kirk ain't by find a way? Kurt ain't about find a way to lose that game. No, their defense did. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I get on defense. Keep I get doing it. How you let the fucking Lions march down the field after Kirk Cousins just won the game for you all? You let Kurt. the Lions walk down the field like they was the 07 Patriots. Well, I didn't say that was his fault. I'm talking about this past weekend. <laughs> I don't <laughs> against the Steelers, bro. No, their defense is so bad. Like Kurt been looking good, but he can't just say like it's equivalently to what Patrick Mahomes was having to do early on with the Chiefs defense, like. It's, at some point, it's just too damn much. Like, I, what do you want me to do? You know, you want me to go tackle people too for you? They just – the dude – you saw the dude catch the touchdown for the Lions. It was Jimmy most, Corner. Bro, <laughs> on Madden, I could have put my defensive lineman out there to play fucking zone coverage right there, and he would have did a better job than what they did. Like, I don't – I feel bad for Harrison Smith because I just – it's just a bad life to be – I got George Kittle at two. He had 13 receptions, 151 yards, and a tub. He's the first tight end in consecutive games to do that, other than Shannon Sharp. Tied Sharp. You know, you saw how special Shannon Sharp was. I think George Kittle, when he is healthy, yes, Gronk's one in the league, but I think Kittle could probably make a case at taking two from Kelsey, maybe at points at a time. Like, I Kelsey don't know. Kelsey's been looking I, like a dud, man. I think Kelsey's just been off this year. I, I know how special he is. Kelsey's definitely special. He's just been off he this is. year. He's definitely but special. Kelsey is just the difference maker out of all of them. I think he's more elusive than all of them. But I also think Kittle is elusive, and he's running people over just oh, like how Gronk does. Yeah, he's yeah. just like yeah, – he, he won't block. Yeah. Boy, he gonna, he going to get his pancakes <laughs> That's every honestly game. a difference. Like, And I feel like that's huge. Like, If I had to give somebody the nudge behind Gronk, it would be Kittle due to the blocking. Like – because he can go and put up, oh, almost 200 receiving yards, two touchdowns like he just did, right? Are you a receiver and he going to pancake people. Yeah. And it's so, not to say – that's not to say Travis Kelsey don't block. People be saying he don't. He do be blocking. He just don't block as good yeah, as George he just, he, Exactly. Because <laughs> I think Kittle, Kittle blocks better than Gronk too. But I think – if you, you think of Gronk as a whole, 
it's just disrespectful for him to be that big and just running through people or getting open like he does. So then I got, I know this is going to be controversial for Ant, but I got, I own the Bears, Shicey Rogers in the building at one. He had a day. My man went 29 for 37, four tubs. I'm not going to lie to you. Early on, the Bears made this game real competitive because I watched it. I watched it was. It. I watched I was it, too. Like, it, I, it wasn't real competitive, like, you know, but they were in the game. I'm like, oh, you know, this is Doing stuff nice. like returning kicks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Team Grant looked wild, and I don't know what hey. happened. I don't know what happened after halftime. But Shicey Rogers said, Adjustments. all right. You, I know what happened after halftime. You were like, yo, why don't we just move Devontae Adams around the formation so Jalen Johnson can't just shadow but, him hey. all game long? And then Matt Nagy – Sean Desai and anybody, everybody else on our team was like, hmm, what if we just didn't adjust to adjust for that? No, the, cra- <laughs> the crazier thing about it was that people were trying to deem Jalen Johnson as like the shutdown corner. I'm like, he was when he was, he was playing when, nice though. When, when he was shadowing Devontae Adams in the first half, he had like one catch, maybe yeah, two. Yeah, bro. He, he, he was playing good in the first and half. And then they moved him around. Jalen Johnson stopped his shadow and then he got seven catches and exploded in the second do, half. I'm do not y'all... saying. Y'all remember that Devontae Adams probably was if he had playing because of the injury with his hamstring, like he was probably like not gonna play. So I don't think I think Jalen Johnson is y'all best corner. He's really good, but he's not like Jalen Ramsey would have followed him and even even running through people would have. Okay, the, the, the thing is, Jalen Ramsey is allowed to follow. They scheme for Jalen Ramsey to follow. But he moved to the slot too as well this year. Right. Get out there and they're like, well, our defensive plan is we take their wide receiver one. Jalen Ramsey is on him and everybody else is really just in zone. And you're like, oh, okay, that's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. We walked in here saying, Jalen Ramsey, you follow that guy. That's your job. (laughs) And and like at first, that was cool. And then we were that's how the people were trying to talk about Jalen Johnson, though. Like, he was doing all that's that. That's what happened in the first half. No, he, he was playing good in the first half. No, I'm not. And then the Packers moved him up. The Packers dodged the smoke. They they dodged. They they took Devontae Adams. They gave him a ventilator. Nah, 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 I, I ain't going to make it seem like Jalen Johnson yeah. was going to shut him out the whole game. Oh, red flag. But he played good in the first half. <laughs> now, you might be taking that. Hey, you, you know, you stretching that one. <laughs> yeah. Cut this shit. You ain't about to fuck my whole top ten. Yeah, let me, you, let me, let me. Hold on. Hey, that that was Keisha's top ten. Thank you guys for listening. All right, let me get on Aunt Ash real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. They moved Devontae Adams all over the field all the time. It's not like oh they they were trying not to use him because he was injured. And, and then they were like, okay, we're not kind of getting where we want. There ain't no dodging smoke. They moved that man around <laughs> all the time. Look, look, cry look. about it. Cry about it. Cry about it. I'm not even. I'm not even like. Just know that. Shicey, that y'all just know that. It. Hey, wait, wait. It ain't we. I'm a Ravens fan. Just know that Shicey Rogers owns that damn franchise. Y'all might want to cut him a check. See if you can get him to come play you for know, the Bears. You you Ooh. know, like all time, we still beat the Packers more than the Packers. Okay, that's Bears. all time. Okay, so talk about so, so, so what Rogers. we talking about? We talking about, about ownership. Look, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm not even mad that the Packers did it the way they did it. I'm mad that our coaching did not respond very well. Okay. Like, I like that. I like that. I, I, yeah. So here's here's what I'm trying to say. There have been a lot of games where the Bears have been up big, up big early, and mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has came back and snatched the soul and hope 
out of Chicago. That boy like, soul like, the so, so like when we were up, so like so like when we were up, like I was I, I was there and I like I'm gonna be honest with you, I did not think we were gonna win the game. And no point in time did I think, oh wow, we, we're gonna beat them at Lambo. I was thinking, wow, we might cover the spread. So and the spread was 12, mind you, be and we still lost by 15. So Insane. like yeah, so like this is this was not unusual like just two bears packers meetings ago the beginning well three in the very last beginning year, right? of the season last year that's actually what happened we went up massively on them had like a 17 point halftime lead and then we lost i think it's just because roger don't want to <laughs> lose y'all he like yeah say that shit for another day i mean it's insane it, bro it, it doesn't help that they have a better coach it doesn't help that at this moment they have a better quarterback and have had the better quarterback his entire tenure like jake cutler was the closest to competing with him boy and not even close like <laughs> and, and, and that was hey, i'm not gonna lie jake cutler got a shit like persona personality whatever but that man is talented i am his not gonna hold that man that man that man yeah. was like Josh was Allen, Mr. INT just not shit. giving a shit, bro. Just like, okay, sling. I mean, yeah. he he did have a crazy arm, but he also did have – he liked to turn the ball over a lot too. He also liked to not play full seasons, always get hurt, and was a poor motivator. We all – we like, I was there. I lived through it, right? And – I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, look, you know where I stand on this. Fuck 12, always <laughs> consistently, like – but like I'm not one of the Bears fans that like saw the first half and was super gassed. I was like one of the Bears fans that saw the first half and went, "Oh, they're gonna make adjustments and we won't." No, I actually I'm not gonna lie. I thought y'all was gonna win because I thought the fact that Devontae Adams not being healthy and you could see it on the field that uh, like okay. Jerry Jason was just clamping that nigga. That's what happened. I thought it was gonna be a good game, and then <laughs> it just started getting a lot of hand, and I was like, "Well, well." There goes is, that thought. Is you Jalen Johnson fucking agent? You trying to get this man paid? What, what, what you got going he might on, be. Hey, we ain't got no money. You need to calm down. <laughs> oh, I want to know if, if, if Ant got anything interesting on these on these bills, or do you got a reason or man, any thoughts for the reason for that decline? So I've been telling y'all this for a they while. They got a running back at quarterback. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> hey. <laughs> My I'm man waiting. got a turf toe now. I've been waiting to say that forever, boy. They, oh, go ahead. That boy got a turf toe now, too. Look, I've been saying this for a while, but I've been telling y'all the Bills are fraudulent, right? And I still believe that to be the case. I believe the Bills are the 2020 Steelers, right? And everybody looks at all the stats, and the, the stats are eye-popping for the Bills, right? Like, number three points per game defense, number six offense, like, third down percentage on defense, top three in the league, blah, 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 blah. I don't care because everybody they faced was ass. Like, bruh, they, like, they have played five teams that are 500 or better. They lost to four of them. The only one they beat was Kansas City. And that's back when Kansas City was yeah, in they, a they slump, in slump. slump. Yeah, Yeah. So, like, the Bills have not beat a single good team all year long but they played Miami early. They were bad. They played Washington. They played Houston. They played Miami again. They played Jacksonville, the Jets. Like, they are not, like, this team is not good, bro. This is the 2020 Steelers all over again. We're like, you see the schedule. It's really easy. They 
demolish teams with a wide margin of victory and then things start getting weird towards the end and you're like yo what happened the Steelers collapse oh my god and (laughs) this Bills team has been the same Bills team all year long they can't run the ball right one that's a fact we were saying that before the season (laughs) exactly they like they they can't run the ball they are very one-dimensional and their defense is not as good as you think like, and they just lost Trey White too for the season. So that that hurts. Ooh. But their defense was never that good. Like you got to play Miami, Washington, Houston three weeks in a row, and then you got to play Miami, Jacksonville, and the Jets three weeks in a row in both like September and October, November. Like you, mm-hmm. you just got long streaks of shit that you've just been shoveling. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against the grain with you on this one. Yeah. I I think they are a good team. I think it just them not having a running back is showing its ugly head every damn week, bro. Because every time they play someone, everybody know they're gonna throw the ball, bro. Like everybody knows you're gonna throw the ball, and then you add you lost Jadavius White, who is like maybe that pass that Bashar Perryman catches. He probably is not catching that on Jadavius White, but Edmonds had to get him so. Yeah. Granted, in the matchup schemes, maybe White wouldn't have been on him anyway, but maybe it would have been a better situation with White being on the field. I just feel like they need a running back, and it's it keeps showing up. I don't, it's like they don't even, but they don't even try. They're like last in attempts, so I don't like. And then they don't they, try because they can't do it. Yeah, they can't run the ball. But they don't like <laughs> they don't they don't even be attempt like if if I gave you eleven carries, Terrence, and then you weren't getting going, it's because I only gave you eleven ter- carries. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the Josh Chiefs. Allen. I feel like the Chiefs run more than them, and they're having more success now because they keep on running the ball, too. Yeah, the you got Chiefs it. could always run the ball, though. They, they just, just chose not want to. They, they yeah, literally they were, were like, like hey, too. we're not running the ball. I don't care what you do. Mahomes <laughs> is throwing it. Like, like don't care. You're playing too high safety saying, run the ball. We dare you. And like, well, we don't really want to. And then they finally didn't got their shit together. Teams are like, I mean, Buffalo, you could try to run the ball. We are positive we'll stop it with our front four. I just feel like Buffalo, if you – and I don't think they're trash. Like, the Bills Mafia is, is wild, but I don't think they're trash because if you look at what happened against the Patriots, if Diggs can locate the spin-ass ball in the end zone, then, you you know, you make Belichick and the boys have to do more, which, granted, they probably would have adjusted to it anyway. But that play against the Bucks is like – that shit was just so, like, bogus. Like, it's crazy. Rashad Perriman takes it 58 yards to the touchdown. Yeah, but they were also getting they were getting their shit stomped in the majority of that game and then rallied back in like the fourth. Well, they rallied though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, so so you're really trying to tell me they had like a quarter and like a fourth of good football and they got hoed because of the Bashar Perriman one yard, like like one catch touchdown, like you and OT. Well, yeah, because he gave you lucky to get there. You no, no, because if you think about it, the play where they throw the digs. That's a defensive pass interference, bro. I'm not gonna. I did see that, but that's that's a pass interference to get to that point. But but they they called it. They called it earlier in the game for the Bucks. So that's where it's like, bro, you gotta call that because yeah, you do. Carlton Davis is a physical corner. I don't think he's a great corner, but he's gonna be physical. Diggs is gonna catch that ball over him. So that that ends it right then and there. And then Tremaine Edmonds. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. There was only two routes that. Rashad Perriman is going to run. He's going to cross your face. He's going to go behind you. And he literally just gave him the, the between route with no – if you know there's no help, like, in the middle of the field or on that side, why the hell would you send him this way? 
Like, you just let him face cut you and just – you ain't fast enough to catch him. Like, I just – I don't – Insane. I mean, I, I feel like they, they are a decent team. Like, I, it's going to be, you know – it's going to be fun to watch, you know, next week when we got to play them next week again. What but makes I mean, decent? Because I mean, you said they ain't got no run game. But and that's what's good. How can for you me. be good and not run the ball? So I want to know what makes a decent team. I mean, you can be good and not run the ball because look at the Chiefs. They were still winning games when they wouldn't run the ball. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but they could. They could, but I'm saying I'm counting on you the fact. can't. It, like, they can't. The Chiefs no. were never not able to run the ball. They were just like. Patrick Mahomes is just going out here looking God level. It's a waste of a possession to not put the mean? ball in. This his is hands. just an extension of the run right here. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, it, like it's it's like it was like a waste of it was like a waste of a possession to not put the ball in his hands until this year, and then they started running it. Like yeah. the Bills can't. Not they choose not to. They can't. Yeah, like, I mean, and I feel like that's what honestly separates them too because. Their running game is non-existent. You can't be good and not run the ball, especially this late in the season. That's a big factor for sure. So now we got the this fourth and five segment here. So Keith, you know, some growing concerns with, with your Ravens. And now you got the Lamar Jackson injury. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with your team. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this team, bro. I don't – Lamar's trying to do everything because the team is – God awful. There's no offensive line. There's no help in between from tackle all the way to the other tackle. I don't know what Villanueva is doing. Villanueva, he's showing you the whole O line trash. Bro, he's Villanueva is showing you why the Steelers let him go. The Steelers throw the ball, and this man couldn't block for the Steelers. So I wonder why that makes sense why the Steelers didn't sign him. I think Kevin uh, Zeitler from the Giants that we got the right guard. He's not playing Mm -hmm. horrible. Bradley Bozeman at center's not. But that's like two people out of the rest of the line. Like it just, it looks bad. I think, I don't know, bro. I think y'all just put a lot at this point on Lamar's shoulders. And it's like, with we, we all put, the depletion that y'all had, you know, it's starting, you know, to rear his head. I we put like. too much on the shoulders. And now you add the fact we don't have any corners. So think about this. Next year, we are 20th in cap. We have 27 mil, right? You still got to pay Lamar. So who knows what that's oh. gonna do? Exactly, and he at deserves. Least, it. At, at least he, you can like when you extend him, him. You can, you can also like defer you can stretch a lot defer, of his. Yeah, defer the money. Yeah. You can stretch it out. But yeah. he's he needs to get paid. Uh, Deshaun Elliott, the safety that we had that just got injured, he yeah. it was he was paying playing for a payday. So you guys think the benefit though? All the niggas that about to get paid got hurt, and I hate no. to say that because I want them all to get their money. But you know the team is probably looking like. That is but, very helpful for us. But that them dude, some of them dudes ain't gonna take a discount though. Elliot can go play somewhere else. I feel like he's not gonna take a discount. So you got that. I think they gotta pay Pat Ricard or fullback, and we got we're notorious for letting fullbacks go. Kyle, you shit is on yeah, the fucking Niners looking amazing. So you have that. We got some. Y'all converted him from D line too, right? Uh, nah. Uh, or Ricard was on the. He plays both. I don't think he got converted, but he plays like on the defensive line. Then he'll play for he, okay. He's taking snaps at the defensive line. He's pretty versatile. It's crazy. Yeah, I knew he played both. It's crazy. But if you go forward, I don't know how they really fix this team, to be honest. I like that they actually got Rashard Bateman involved in the last game. Yeah, he looked then, good. He looked good. Uh, Tyler Huntley, I think, looked great, even trying to lead them back. He almost did it. So, hey, listen, he has some shades of Lamar plays out there, too. 
No, he but they, for me. they they played together in high school or yeah. against each other. So if I was uh, if I'm the Browns, I wouldn't be too excited about that win because if he gets that fourth and six, oh, it's a wrap. Justin Tucker's booting the bitch in and it's over. But she they also it. sat Baker, so like they sat Baker early as hell. So like Case Keenum was out there. I, I, I agree. There still was no way that game should have been like a two point game at the end. It covered the bet for me, so I was massively happy because I bet the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you got to think about it too. It in that close of a game, like okay, I feel like you can re- replace a Baker and be okay. You know, winning by however much. I but just, when you look at the Ravens, like, hey, we ain't got no corners. We ain't got no running backs. We ain't got this. We ain't got that. Like, safety. Like, every we, we just heard everywhere. Quarterback going out. Now we got replacement quarterback coming in. And you still had a chance to win the game. Like, people, I mean, people, when you look at the Browns, like. That's coaching. That's just well. That's like, John Harbaugh runs a really, really, really well-run ship. People are saying these games, are, mentality. these games yeah. are winnable, these next couple games. But. With these no corners, bro, Devontae Adams and Marquise Valdez-Scanley are probably going to have a field day against these corners. Like, I don't really want to watch this Packers team. I'm not going to lie to you. They not watch every Ravens game. This is one game I like. If I can find something to do on Sunday, I'm probably going to I'm going to tell you this now. Y'all going to run a lot of deep zones. Ain't no balls going over y'all head. Keep everything underneath. I, just, I think that's going to be the game plan. To just end it on this like little rant, I just don't know what the team does going into the offseason. I'm glad we get the guys back. We do. Ryan Stanley, hopefully, be back. It's harder for those big dudes to come back from those ACLs and ankle injuries. But he'll come back. Gus the Bus, JK, Marcus Peters. People saying release Marcus Peters. I'm like, you know, you dumb as hell. He got the most interceptions in a two year span. I put it on Twitter out of like the graphic of Trevon. Yeah, Diggs. I saw it. Because they were yeah. missing. Yeah, no, I'm not releasing him, bro. There's no way. I, either I try to get another deal worked out, or I just keep him on the deal he's at. And I would move him to safety, bro, and go get another corner. Because our safety's going to leave. Move him to safety. That's all I can think. But it's, it's going to be wild. I mean, we've had a rougher time, so I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Keith said he done with his rant about his team. So ain't going to give us a little rant about Rodgers owning the Bears. I mean <laughs> – Kind of got into this, bro. Fuck twelve. You already yeah, yeah. We all need. I got a mission statement. I got a mission statement. Like it's. it's I just had to hear one more time. My bad. I just had to hear one. It's laminated. It's like yo, like what you think about the like little fuck twelve? Like look for the guys at home that wanted to hear that again and get a little laugh. (laughs) Like uh, like oh man, that shit. Like I was irked by how much fun it looked like Matt Nagy was having instead of like you know planning. Yeah. As if some shit was go pop. Listen, that way. boy said he up out of here after this year, so it don't even matter what going for the rest of the season. That boy said, "Listen, he he drawing well, extra old." Don't worry, Allen Robinson about there too next season, and uh, I think Khalil Mack is gonna be like, "Hey, y'all gotta, I gotta go." Yeah, you know, that honestly, boy too. Look, I mean, not, it helps. It helps him get off the salary. Y'all should have got yeah. off got off of him when he was healthy. When y'all could have got. No, nah, I don't. Let, let's be honest. A team's still gonna take all. Like if I was the Ravens, if they had money to do it, I'd fucking do it in a heartbeat. So you gotta think a playoff team. Like imagine, imagine the Chiefs were like, "Hey, we we'll take them, bro." Like you got. Yeah, there's still a lot of teams for sure that we do got. It. I, I don't want to let go of him. We got some cap things that are open up. Like we'll be off of Jimmy Graham. We gave him a lot of money. I think we should be on the tail end of Nick Foles. I can tell you how like, much money y'all gonna have. That man, like, Jimmy said. 
I'm gonna only play in the game in the red zone. <laughs> y'all, y'all gonna be. If we don't make it to the red zone, I ain't getting a snap. Y'all, what the hell? Y'all, twelve out of thirty-two next year. Y'all gonna have projected yeah. forty-four mil, but that's not to say that's what if you bring Allen back. If you don't, well, and you, you look, think he gone? So. Oh, he gone. But <laughs> okay. so they, yeah, he, he up out of there. He, he up out of there. But now you look at it, you gotta bring in another receiver. You need another receiver, a top dude. So maybe you can I think we go Michael Gallup. We should go for Michael Gallup, bro. Y'all remember Kevin White? Wait, you said what, you like, said. Michael Gallup to replace Allen Robinson? Well, I don't think you're gonna get well. A if he's not Allen Robinson, like but... you're not gonna get Allen Robinson's talent without paying Allen Robinson money. And it seems like we already have an aversion to play it paying Allen Robinson money. Chris so Godwin? you would Chris Godwin's gonna be asking for oh, Allen Robinson. Boy, money that man will be because asking he took yeah, a discount to, to run the ring back. So like. Uh, like, if we want to give up, that Alan wasn't Robinson, even by choice. Just <laughs> not for Allen Robinson, and we want to go for Chris Godwin. Sure, but in what seems to be our price range, Michael, Michael Gallup. Gallup. Okay, Michael Gallup and Darnell Mooney across from each other is actually kind of nice. Y'all got it's some young, young. guys. It's, young. Not, it's young, it, but it's nice. It's it's doable if you fix the line. You got Dave Montgomery, Justin Fields. Maybe you get another tight end in there and ball. You got a running Cole. back come back and Tariq Cohen that should be coming yeah, back. Yeah, you got Cole. passes too. Well, I think we should get the fuck yeah. that bro account contract. And you he got play all year. And he he he's like eighteen. I think he's still hurt. Injury. He's eighteen months past that injury. Yeah, but I think he would play if he wasn't injured though. But I, did he? I do too. But we have an out in his contract that we need to rebuild. Didn't he That's have true. something going on though? Like, didn't his brother pass too when he got injured? That's not what's going on though. He's on the physically unable to playlist. He's on no, but I'm saying like dealing with that being injured too. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I love Tariq Cohen. I think he's like I'm, I'm a big fan of his game. But we already have David Montgomery and now Khalil Herbert on a rookie. That's team. true too, though. That's true. I think you guys yeah. need to you guys need to get another safety on the other side of uh, Eddie Jackson. It cannot be Tariq Cohen. Dang, there could play receiver though. He's too he small. That's, he's stressing it because they got. I Jake. mean, he playing running back. How he too small for receiver? But like, they got they got Jakeem Grant out there. He's already small and a burn. That's true too. That's true. It, yeah, it's really just Mooney's like, not even a big dude either. So like, you should go and line up the the minion defense or the minion listen, offense. They burn a rub out there. <laughs> yeah, you better be fast. <laughs> hey. Catch us if you can. Everybody out there like Tyreek Hill. <laughs> but they do They do got a bright spot, though. Uh, Robert Quinn's playing great this year. Uh, mm-hmm. You got uh, – I love uh, Roquan Smith. I think Eddie Jackson's good, but he needs help. He can't be the only limelight in the secondary. I think if you can get a uh, corner on the other side of Johnson. So either you put a corner out there, and then it makes more sense for Eddie in the back. And But Taj Gibson – or I forget his name. Gibson is too damn old. To, like, you need to have him in the rotation, but not starting, if that makes sense. Like he can't be oh uh, Trev Tre- Tre- Travis Gibson. Yeah, he can't be the starting safety on the other side of Jackson. Like it just it ain't working. We just gotta fix the line. The line comes first. After the line, you can try to beef up the defense a little bit. But like that is like fixing the line is nah, number one number is uh, one getting Maggie up out of there. He tried. Well, I, I feel like that seems to be as way the way people are talking about it, a really done deal. And the real decision is do we get rid of are you talking about Tayshawn Gibson or Travis Gibson? Tayshawn, the safety. You're talking about TJ? Safety. Yeah, yeah TJ okay. Uh, so 
He got to uh, go, bro. Not go, yeah. but he can't be starting at safety. You can I mean, maybe get some. You can maybe get somebody like Will Fuller at. Uh, he he might he might not come with a steep price because he's always injured. But then he's always he injured. just hurt this whole yeah, season. No, we pass Juju. Uh, pass. He was on a one year deal. Pass. Right? pass. We too young. Juju. Mm-hmm. He, you said he's he too young. young though. We too young. We are like the team is too young. Juju's to young, to... but he's he's a vet though. At the same time, that, that's yeah. my problem. Juju can't be our vet because Juju yeah, is not right. a vet. Oh, our team man. is too young for Juju to be our vet star wide receiver. To I don't know if OBJ going to come. Room. Like that, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Like yeah. Juju can't be our culture setter, and that's I ain't true. got nothing against him. He just he's like you are trying to rebuild a very young team with an offensive identity that is not established yet. Outside of David Montgomery, who is really fucking good at football. And like, man, he's really turning up he, now that he came back, boy. Like, yeah, right. Like that's our identity. David Montgomery is really good at football, and Justin Fields is high potential. That's our identity. Like that's all we got, right? We can run the ball, and Justin Fields has high potential. There's nothing really else identifiable about our offense. So I, I just feel like you got to fix the line, fix the line, boost the running game. It boosts Justin Fields, helps him develop more, helps you actually score points. Because, like, we are scoring mm-hmm. less points than when the Bears were in leather helmets. <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead, Chance. Oh, what my God. Insane. So, y'all already see how he feel about his team, man. He he feel like there's no hope right now. They're about to hit the reset button, hit the rebuild button. Is, I feel like is what, what Ant is saying over there. That's what he calling for. Um, I mean, as for the Patriots, man, we was on the bye week. You know, still felt like. You know, victory Monday yesterday for us, you know, um, especially after, you know, the Bills losing, taking a two-game lead in the AFC East. I mean, you know, the grass going to be green on this side. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But Chad this week, you know, week. yeah, I mean, it, oof, big game, big, big game this week, man. I mean, play these Colts on Saturday. I mean. That's, that's a stiff defense, boy. And the offense running that ball. run game. They can – yo, so does Bill show up and just be like, all right, y'all not running the ball. Carson Wentz, do it. I bet J.C. Jackson grabs two of I mean, we we got our defense. It's not like we know slap dicks over there now. Jonathan Taylor is at least going for 80 yards. He's not getting shut out. I don't think so. No, he's not getting shut out. Not not with that line, the way they run the ball. Their defense is good, too. They got uh, Kellen Moore in the slot. Be he's shut, nice. shut he's nice, right? down he's nice. in the slot. So you but add that. I don't think Carson can win in the game though against us. If they need a play, I don't think Carson to be able to make make that play against our defense. But Frank Wright been doing real good at like you know they been able good. to run the ball. Like you go and yeah, you play a team they, like you know the Bucks for example, Tampa, where you know you're not gonna run the ball against Tampa. No, he should have though. Yeah, he should have. Like, they didn't. I don't like, think they had Vita Vey that game. No, they did, but he came. He was. He just came back. Supposed to play. He just came back. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor still averaged like five yards a carry in that game, and like the Colts, I think at that point were undefeated if he had rushed nineteen times or more in the season. Oh yeah, Wentz threw the game away. The second half, though, it wasn't it because they stopped running the ball as much as they they were running. No, they started running the ball at like the third, fourth quarter after Tampa already tied the game. Yeah, it's too late, bro. Brady already got really hot. Like you remember, once got really hot, they got up a lot, so they just and kept Lenny throwing the hot. ball. <laughs> even though, even even though, like I don't understand how I get once is hot, you're up a ton, 
Isn't that when you start running the ball to eat the clock? Yeah. Bro, they got Nakeem Himes, Jonathan Taylor. I don't know if Marlon Mack was suited up. Boy, I'm running the ball. You run the ball? Easy, bro. <laughs> With Quentin Nelson? Oh, say less. We run the ball, bro. Listen, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I just don't know if – I don't think Carson can win them the game. Like, I don't feel like running the ball against us is going to win them the game. Like, I, I feel like it's going to be a big game for y'all, not do or die, but it's going to be a bigger game if Carson can win them the game. Or yeah, not just – not even win the game, just not get a turnover, a costly turnover. If he can just, you know, play efficient, you know, good, just not turn the ball over, and then say you guys just beat him with a field goal or something, that's fine. But he can't look back because you get into the stretch where, like, it's playoff time, He's supposed to be playing a certain way. Yeah. yeah he can't lose them again. I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm feeling real good, honestly, because end of the day, like, I feel, you know, especially at this point in the season, I feel real good going to every week, honestly. But, you know, now, you know, coming off a of bye week, albeit I know they're coming off a of bye week as well. But, I mean, to be real, like, Bill has, man, like, his coaching this year has been insane. And, you know, we got Kyle Duggar, who, who didn't even play against the Bills, coming back and, like – I like I like Duggar. Man, he was a steal. And then, you know, we He's got nice. Christian Barmore, who's still a rookie up front. Like, he might He's not have good. all the stats, but – Pressures, you know, he might have all the sacks and stuff, but the pressures he's getting people, people like pass on him because of the college shit and nothing, and he's just been booming there. Judon's playing like an animal in that system. I just think Calvin Nor research. Yeah, I think they're yeah, playing as soon as he left the Dolphins. <laughs> hey, Terrence, it's funny. I said that was gonna happen too. Like when he got back to the Patriots, he's gonna play good because I don't think he was bad. But I just think it's yeah, isn't it, if you guys get the rolling like you will, I think maybe you beat him, maybe you don't, but going forward. It's just going to come down to once you get in the playoffs, if a team can score on you, then it's going to be like, okay, well, let's get Matt going. And I'm not saying Matt's going to be bad, but at some point a rookie shows he's a rookie. And Matt just ain't showed he's really a rookie. Well, no, yeah. one game one game he threw, what, three interceptions in one game? They won't all his fault, though. Okay, all, okay. Fault. all right, I'll give him a pass. But there's going to be that one rookie game where shit just don't look right and he's going to look like a rookie. And I mean, we're going to see, though, because he, he played in some big moments, though. But he yeah. played in some big moments, even at Alabama and Sean. So I feel like it's different, though, in the league, though. It's different. Bill coaches to not put him in a position where he could have that game. No, but I'm saying, say the defense plays a team that puts up points, is what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying like he's going to just put him in that situation, like out the gate, like, hey, bro, you got to deliver the ball over the place. I'm saying yeah. once they get in the playoffs, say they play a team like the Titans or whatever, and they can't stop Derrick Henry because he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, bro, you got to score, you know? Then that's what I'm saying. Is he gonna look like a rookie, or is he gonna dial up and down the field? And you're like, okay, well, let's go. I think he I takes think he short can. passes that end up going for a lot of yards. They do some bubble screens. Honestly, I think he can. Like you look at they the Cowboys game, the Bucks action. game. Boy, that Cowboys game, I don't care what nobody says. Shit was a gamble, boy. Because yo, it was. That, it was. That he shit should have been pit, bro. He, he I remember jumping off the bed when he threw that. It was clean though. <laughs> that, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, digs, I gotta say, bro, Touchdown. If, I, if I'm Diggs, I, I would have beat the shit out of the safety after that, bro. Because you could see Diggs let up on going for it. Because he's like, oh, the safety's like gonna clean him or catch it. No, the safety just whiffs. But yeah, but I, I mean, you know, like. I'm excited. I feel like we still have a lot of – I feel like we got a lot of ball. Like, even when we play the Bills again, like, we showed them none of the schemes that we had, like, passing the ball against them. 
Yeah, like I'm the sure. only thing we did was run the ball. So next time I'm we play the Bills, it's going to look Colts completely game. different. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm more just, worried about your Colts game. I'm excited to see what y'all do because that Colts game, like we said, that Colts game is going to show you because they it's gonna be interesting. They, the teams ain't stopping them running the ball like that. So you're going to have that. I don't know who you guys are projected to play in the first round. I think it's us. Like you get the buy and then it's either us or the Chargers you would have to play. Hopefully, if, in your case, hopefully you will play us and then you get a win. <laughs> but if you got, if you got, I'm gonna be honest. Like honestly, probably, I think we can beat the Chargers again. They it was only so close last time because Jalen Mills gave up a late touchdown. That, like literally, Jalen Mills the game. is terrible. <laughs> Listen, I already said our second corner behind J.C. Jackson. You know our situation there. Yeah, and they got <laughs> and, hey, <laughs> that that Chargers team got the Eiffel Towers with Mike Evans and Keenan Allen. It's ridiculous, bro. And Mike Evans or Mike Evans, Mike Williams be looking insane, bro. He's yeah, a free, I, mean, I think he's a he's a free agent this summer too. I believe so. so yeah, I think Mike got, Williams is. You could, yeah, you could throw him a, a decent. Not, I'm saying not big money, but you know, some money. Decent I, I, I would like because like we just don't really have a great big body target in Chicago. He's big, he's not a tight end. Like, there's not a tight end. We don't like like Kokomet. He's nice. Who's we off of? Like. It would be nice. Like Justin Fields does not have that throw it up 50 50 ball. Let him just go up there and grab it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against it. And after the catch this year, he's been crazy, bro. Even on those 50 50 ones, when he gets it and he got room, bro, he's making people miss and he's just running. Yeah, Mike Williams arguably has been the best receiver on the team this year. I mean, that's the thing. I think it's probably more because people were really focused on Keenan Allen after what he's been able to do. And now Mike Williams has a better scheme for him. Like Brandon Staley is using Mike Williams in a different, like a better way. I think, and that, that's important. Like I don't think he's better than Keenan Allen, bro. I think I'm Keenan not saying Allen's he's better, better, but I'm saying like arguably having a better year. year this year. Yeah, he's yeah. having a better okay. year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like you know, okay. he's playing better this year. Hey, I'm, but, letting, I'm, I'm letting the fans know I'm I'm reneging getting out of this Browns. Uh, Super oh, definitely 100 percent. One million percent. I'm all out of there. As soon as, soon as I can. Hey, I'm out, I'm out we, we, we got that coming up when the playoffs start. You know, we'll pick our picks again. But yeah, uh, I'm letting well, that listen, be known Browns hurt. might not even make the playoffs, so that's looking so bad. So we got man, you know, a fan favorite that we bring it back this week. Um, oh, you brought it back. Damn, got I the overtime gonna do it. Got the overtime setting for y'all, boys. So I got three short and sweet questions. The champ, boy. So this is going to be short and sweet, a clear-cut favorite within three questions here. And I got the Bears versus the Ravens trivia. So All right. start off. First question. We have the Chicago Bears versus the Baltimore Ravens is – all these questions that I have, like I said. So, y'all have played a total of seven times. So, it's going to be a clear-cut favorite because you can only – or, you know, y'all can choose either or. It don't matter. You choose the same answer. But who leads the series four to three? Ravens. It's probably the Ravens. Both of y'all are wrong. Chicago leads four to three. Four to three. Oh, okay. It must have I been. Thought them, y'all took the lead that last game. You it won. must have been them dog years when Flacco, because we don't play y'all a lot. So I'm got, nah. I'm thinking those years after the. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like after every the, four years. Y'all play every four years. Yeah, I'm talking about after the Super Bowl when we were just awful. It is probably when you guys were just like, yeah, we got you. Yeah, I thought y'all took the four three lead with the last last win. 
Oh, you talking about this year? Yeah, November, they just beat us. Like they just just beat us. Just yeah, the one that, that would have taken the November twenty first. Mm-hmm. So we got who has scored the most points during this series, the seven game series. So the team that has scored the most points leads it one seventeen to one ten. Who has scored the most points? I mean, you gotta score the most points to win. Bears. Don't you? It bears. No, I'm saying like 117 to 110. That's all I'm saying. No, because depending on blowouts. Yeah. Like the Ravens could score more points if the Ravens just had blowout wins, close losses. All right. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm going to go right. with the Bears. So, Ant got that one. So, 170. Well, no, no, no. Keith's got that one. The Ravens oh. had scored them. Yeah. Oh. But y'all, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't necessarily have to. Be winning. Yeah, I, guess, I knew point that the Ravens could have had it. I just didn't want to take them. The yeah, point yeah, differential I, there. I don't, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm so you got back. one more. You can potentially tie it up here. You the, can't I told well, you was the three. <laughs> those first two. I told you the answer. How it worked. So those first two was um Ravens related. Now this one, I had to sway off a little bit. Right. So, what school has produced the most uh, football Hall of Famers? Is it Notre Dame, USC, Ohio State, or Michigan? Oh, damn. Ohio State. Uh, bro. So he said Ohio State, so you got Notre Dame. I'm going USC, Michigan. Or Ohio State. Michigan. So it's actually Notre Dame with 13. So mm. Keith won it. One zero. <laughs> right. Hey, you know the toughies though. Listen, you, I ain't you, y'all know. Uh, that's, that's wild. The one that he got, I gave to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, me and Nick were talking about this all the time. Sometimes he be winning on some technicalities, you know. Hey, y'all better get it together. Come correct, you know, champion, mm-hmm. champion. I'm about Champs. to. I'm about the to get me- here. And, uh, hey, <laughs> stay tuned. I'm, I'm, I'm about to get a new graphic made just for the overtime segment with me holding the belt, you know. Okay. Every, every time we throw the overtime, he don't want on too many technicalities <laughs> to be claiming himself the, Bro, the king I'm, of the OT man. I at least got fifteen to damn near twenty wins in OT, easy. Hey, and, and he done rolled out back a lot of the time too to the to the win. He don't. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not like go ahead. It, 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 it ain't that big a deal. You can have that one. Hey, it's okay. Yeah, he he won, but we definitely appreciate y'all tuning in with us, uh, checking out this episode. And go ahead and shout yourself out Aunt, one more time before we get up out of here. No, it was good, y'all. Y'all can catch me at the Fly Route Pod. Uh, we drop episodes every Friday. And we active on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The handle's the same everywhere. All right. Yeah, man. We, we definitely appreciate Ant coming through with us again. We know y'all really like to rock with Ant as well. And make sure y'all go check him out on Twitter. Make sure y'all check out everything yeah check everything. make sure y'all check us out big shout out to our like normal listeners like uh we got daniel we got uh my boy nos he's having a baby he's gonna be a dad and he just got just got engaged so big shout out to him you know he needs something positive going in his life because the raiders are fucking awful big shout out to uh kobe he's a bucks fan so you know him and uh daniel are loving it the oh, boys definitely. are winning <laughs> so yeah just big shout out to y'all that be tuning in all the time staying locked in with us we appreciate it
Definitely appreciate everybody who stayed on listening to this point. This has been Cover Forward with the guys. We out of here.